Welcome to Talk No Jutsu. I'm Smug Donuts here with my wife, Spiral Fishcake, and we're here to talk about anime. Anime is an important part of our culture. On this episode, we're going to be answering some random anime questions, and then we're going to talk about some anime we've been watching recently, like Chainsaw Man, My Hero Academia, Bochi the Rock, and more. All right, so we wrote down a bunch of anime questions. We're going to pull them out of a bowl and read them off to each other and answer them. Mm-hmm. So are you ready to go? Yep, you got the bowl. Let me mix them up. Okay. Who is an evil anime character whose ideology you can understand or sympathize with? Hmm. I got one. Go ahead. Madara Uchiha. Madara, really? Yeah, yeah. Listen, he just wanted everyone to be happy. We've talked about the infinite Tsukiyomi before. That's right. <laughs> long, long ago. I, our first podcast, I think. And... You know, he just wanted people to be happy. He wanted to stop war, which he feels is inevitable and harmful to everyone. Even though he was setting people up for living in a cocoon forever in a fake dream world, I feel like I can see where he's coming from. You know, like he wants people to be safe and live in their dreams. That's a good point. I'd have to say maybe like... You know all those characters that say that they wish that everybody could join together and become one? Oh my gosh, like one meld, shared consciousness? One shared consciousness. Whatever. Whatever. Those people were all right. All of our differences don't matter. So Shinji's dad. What? What? Where did that come from? <laughs> I, I'm joking, of course. I, I think that I've always thought that We've that talked about those so many stupid. times. Although I will say, I think Evangelion does a good job of that. Like, there's a good reason why Gendo would be kind of aiming for that since their whole world is being destroyed. You know, like, it kind of makes sense. Yeah, that and, like, it goes with the themes of the hedgehog's dilemma. You're fighting against the hedgehog's dilemma there and being like, well, what the hedgehog should just do is to become closer to other people so they can feel the warmth. But at the same time, there comes a point where it goes too far, where maybe... At the point where you become a shared consciousness, that's a little bit too much. Too close, a little too close. <laughs> like <laughs> being able to see everyone's memories and thoughts, like that. Maybe that's a little bit. Is that too a much. valid complaint about the hedgehog's dilemma? I don't know. I think it's a little too personal to be become like one person with everybody, but that's just me. An anime villain that I sympathize with, huh? Coming out why, the gate with the a first, hard question. Why the first thing that came to my mind is Junko and Oshima? Because you like her, that's that's the only reason. Oh my god! You know what she'd be doing is she's evil. wrong. <laughs> you know she up in here, eviling it up all in Danganronpa. But she's funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh, I know Toga. Oh, I love Toga, yeah. but she's not an e- like. You've sympathized most, with her, though, right? She's not the most antagonistic person ever. Yeah, but she's considered a villain. She's literally, oh, that's all it is? Just any she's villain? She's literally part of the oh, League of I Villains. Oh, I thought it was like the arch enemy last villain that you had to... It's any villain? Yeah, yeah. Well, I said evil anime character. I don't know if you think she's evil, but she is yeah, part well, of the League of Villains. We'll say, we'll say that that fits. Okay, I think that's I, fair. Toga has stolen people's blood. That And killed people. In my mind, that... That is enough to say that someone's evil. Like, I would say that, like, Shinobu or Kishot was evil before she joined Araragi from a human perspective. Although I sympathize with her. I just didn't want to bring her up because I talk about her all the time. I guess I talk about Toga, too. But yeah, 
I think Toga is a good example of somebody who begs the question, what would happen to this person if everybody just accepted her, you know, and didn't treat her differently because of who she is, right? Because we're going to accept in the My Hero universe that their quirks, their superpowers are an innate part of their person. And that a quirk doesn't suddenly make you like a lower human being just because you have that quirk. And just because you have a quirk doesn't mean that you're suddenly evil. And yet, from the hero's perspective, and from the school's perspective, from everybody's perspective, it seems like Toga just continually commits these atrocities. But really, she just wanted to drink blood of things that she liked. And that's pretty messed up, obviously. I think everybody could agree. Everybody, uh, most humans, I think would strongly believe that that is morally wrong. But from her perspective, I feel like if you can empathize with her enough to understand, then it starts to make sense from her perspective why she would want to do that. And I I like her as a character because it makes it, it kind of forces you to be empathetic to understand why she's well-written. You can't really understand her character without trying to empathize with this person. I think that's the whole point is being like, okay, can you empathize with this person properly or not? Yes or no. And if you can, then you might think she's a good character because you realize, okay, well, this is morally wrong, but I don't know if she could even help it. And humans do plenty of things that from some person's perspective, you might think is morally wrong or from another species perspective, you might think is morally wrong. What makes these things actually morally wrong or not? Is it the heroes who chooses? She's evil. And she does evil actions from our perspective. But to her, she's not doing evil things. And the actions that she's doing are out of love in a weird way. Like the way that she talks is like a crazy person. I think we agree with that. Yeah, definitely. She talks like a crazy person. She does. But she's not saying anything that's super evil. She still has normal people feelings in a lot of cases. She hates it when bad things happen to her friends. You're right. I do. I do think that you can be sympathetic towards her and understand where she's coming from without, you know, seeing what she's doing as normal because it's definitely not. I will say that I hate the whole idea of look at this person when they were a child, they got made fun of or ostracized. Now they're a bad person. You almost feel like the writers are telling you, hey, maybe what this person did was okay because they had a tough lot in life. Giving them a cop out. They need to talk to Naruto. They need to meet him. He'll set them straight. Yeah, but I'll be like, like, listen, every single person in this town hated me and I turned out to be a great person, so you can too. It's That's just say. super common in Shonen. It, it is it's really super common. common. Yeah, it's true. And Toga kind of feels like one of those characters to me sometimes. Like you go back to her past, and it's such an intricate and like interesting backstory, and I really love it. But at the same time, it does also feel just like, I'm a sad younger girl, and now I'm doing atrocities as an older person. <laughs> and, as you do, right? Oh, okay. That makes it okay. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, she just... Wanted to know what the birdie tasted like because she loved it. (laughs) She just wanted to be friends with it. She just wanted to be friends with the birdie. And that's why she (laughs) murdered it. (laughs) You know, it's it's complicated. It's complicated. (laughs) Love is a complicated thing. It can express itself in a lot of ways. 
like becoming the person that you love and it's (laughs) okay okay anyway next question maybe a little bit too empathetic maybe a little bit okay okay you've got a vampire problem yep what is your team of five to help no vampires allowed yeah you can't do vampires on the team you got a vampire infestation Oh, man. So I can't include vampires on the team. No vampires on the team. Because, like, half the vampire hunters out there are, like... like Alucard? Are, like, actually vampires yeah, themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So not, no cheating. Alucard was my first thought, but then... No cheating. No vampires. <sighs> They're going to win in the long game. You got to remember that. anime something-something vampire hunter? Vampire hunter D? I think he is a vampire, though. I don't remember right. it well That's enough. That's why I put that rule Darn in there. Because all this the good is, vampire this hunters is hard. are... Oh, okay. Okay. I got it. Just get the strongest Just get the strongest people in anime. Okay. So what would your... So I guess Goku? He's a vampire. No, I'm, just <laughs> Goku's, I'm just kidding. Um, Goku's a Saiyan. <laughs> so, okay. He's not a vampire. Goku? Gojo? I think would be a good one. Do you have proof? He can just... Of not being a vampire. <laughs> No, I don't have proof he's not a vampire, I guess. Saitama. Okay, Saitama's a good one. I have proof he's not a vampire. He's just some dude who did a bunch of push-ups and sit-ups. He could be a vampire who did a bunch of... (laughs) That would explain um, why that that worked for him and why it wouldn't work for anyone else. Oh, Mob from Mob Psycho 100, I think, would be my fourth one. And then I'm going to go five, Naruto. Just straight up Naruto. Yeah, just Naruto. So we got Goku, Gojo, Mob, Saitama, and Naruto on my vampire hunting team. Okay, how many vampires do you think they could take on? All of them. All like it? You keep throwing vampires at them. They get them all. Really? These people have defeated like gods and stuff. You know. That's fair. What's a vampire? Don't they just Dio? They could defeat Dio for sure. Gotcha. Power scaling problem. Oh no! I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to get into power scaling, man. <laughs> oh, no. I'm not the best power scaling kind of person. I feel like... No, I, I also don't want to start asking, like, who's more powerful, this person or this person? But I think that they can it's definitely like whoever be... the writer wants to be more powerful. <laughs> okay, are the rules, the old school rules of vampire stuff where, like, you can do talking... steaks and garlic You know and... what? Let, burn we're, them and we're stuff. talking we're talking the rules of kizumonogatari part three vampire rules where they almost immediately regrow their limbs if you like chop off their limbs and stuff only thing that really seems to beat them is making them want to die i guess because like even fire they'll just burn forever well but is that beating them if you just burn them forever Does that count? No, it doesn't count. The only thing that counts is if they want to die and so they just disappear. I guess Denji could do it. You think Denji could do it? (laughs) I mean, he did it it with that one uh, devil. He did it with that devil. Because vampires can be pretty powerful. That devil didn't seem all that powerful. It just took the hit. That's true. It didn't seem to fight back. That's true. I don't know. I'm sticking with my team. I think they could do it. Sticking with my five. Next question. Which animes pump you up? When I, know, I was a I kid, one. I always got pumped up by Naruto. I, I still get pumped run up by around, Naruto. Like acting like I'm a ninja. I that thing that's so cool that you watched it as a kid. I never did. That's cool that you have those memories of like really enjoying running around and 
impersonating him and like getting pumped up from that. Yeah, until Shippuden came out, and then I got kind of sad. Yeah, because it just became where Sasuke. Naruto's a good one. I feel like Naruto pumps me up too. Um, obviously, Gurren Lagan. Uh-huh. I get I get hyped just thinking about Gurren Lagan. Like I don't even have to watch it. I just can feel it in my soul. <laughs> I'm like yeah, Gurren Lagan, and it just like makes me want to go run marathons or I don't know do do a bunch of work. Just do a bunch <laughs> of work. Get a bunch of work done. I'm like yeah, I can do anything. Like I don't know whatever I need to do. I feel like just thinking about Gurren Lagan makes me feel pumped up enough to do it. I know Gurren Lagan pumps you up too. Yeah, it does. It, it makes me to. excited. If you don't get pumped up by Gurren Lagan, like I don't know what's wrong with you because that is one of the hypest animes out there for real. Hearing them talk to each other just pumps me up. They're just so inspirational. They really are, especially Kamino, obviously, and then like Simone too. Later on, he's just like, "Oh, we're gonna do all these things. It doesn't matter. Your drill is the drill that will pierce the heavens." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, it is." I just get hyped. I feel weirdly pumped up while watching Bochi the Rock. It's weird because it's like, it's Ooh, so I depressing feel, I sometimes. I don't feel pumped watching that. I it's feel so like nervous. It's so depressing sometimes yeah. and like terrifying. But then just seeing her feel relieved when she gets through a situation makes me go, oh, you could go through those situations and be okay. That makes sense. I can see how you could be like, oh, well, maybe then I could do that. Like, right. Yeah, I can see that. I, wa- I watch her and I get nervous for her. I'm like, is she going to be okay? Is she going to be able to make it through? And she does. And that's always exciting. But it's more like, whew, thank God that she did that. Thank God I, she I made it through. I don't get nervous for her. It just feels like, yeah, that seems right. <laughs> You're like, that tracks. That tracks. I, I her, feel that. <laughs> her uh, non-villain I can sympathize with, Bochi, easy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I feel like anyone who's ever had any, like, ounce of social anxiety can definitely sympathize with her. Bochi is my spirit animal. (laughs) I could see that. Next question. Okay, which of these three do you like the most? Beach episodes, hot springs episodes, or school festival episodes? Okay, X out on the school festival episodes. I have a reason. I do not like school festival episodes because some anime, it's it's almost like they forget about writing good plot for a while and they just go, okay, so we're just going to end this arc with just this school festival arc and who, who cares about whatever I was writing previously. And you think you're getting some kind of plot throughout the series and then all of a sudden somebody says, isn't the school festival coming up soon? And then the rest of the anime is just about the school festival. And it's like, weren't we, weren't we in the club room yesterday, like enjoying club room activities? No, the school festival is all that matters for the rest of the anime. I can totally see what you're saying. I, I think when it's done well, that can be some of my favorite episodes. But I feel like they're not consistent enough. I feel like... Half the time they're really good, and then other half the time they're just like, okay. Like with My Hero Academia, season um, five, I believe. Or was it season four? No, I think it was season four. I felt like the school festival part was the worst part of the whole season. Yeah, but the thing is, in all of the anime where the school festival part is done really well, I feel as though it may have been even better if the school festival wasn't going on. Every anime except maybe Kaguya-sama Love is War would have been better better if it was not a school festival. I don't know. I I like certain ones. Like Mob Psycho's more recent school festival arc. But it wasn't a a giant arc. 
It was one episode. Okay, so you like it if it's one episode, but not like one arc. My point is that they make the whole ending just the school festival uh, happens. Yeah, that's so, like, true. The, they do that There's three episodes. There's always three. Three episodes at the end of the season. The first one, they vote on what the school festival thing is. The second one, they work on it. And the third episode, the school festival happens. Sometimes there's four episodes and there's one episode after the school festival. But those three episodes are always in there. You're right. And I don't think that they're good. I've just seen that a hundred times. Can we do something else? I'm admitting this, even though K-On! has that in it, in its first season, it does that for the school festival. Even though a lot of really good shows do that, it still drives me crazy. One of my favorite games that's kind of anime is Doki Doki Literature Club. The whole ending of that is preparing for the school festival. It's like, what's going on? There's so many things like that. Not the school festival. So not the school festival. So that leaves leaves the beach and Mm -hmm. the hot springs. I feel like I like the beach better. I also like the beach better. I have a good reason for it. All of the hot springs moments that I think that I tend to like more are in shows that are not in modern era Japan, where they go to a hot spring and it's just a hot spring, like an outside kind of hot spring thing and they don't have the tropes of oh my gosh i hope that the boys don't peek on the girls and they're just in a unisex hot spring together and that's basically just the beach episode i feel like so much of the hot springs can just be like separating the boys and the girls a lot of the time i like the beach episode because then you get all that flirting and it's all good but in the hot springs episodes I will say they do get those girl talk about which boys they might like or guy talk about which girls they like. And that's where you can get some real feelings being put out there in Slice of Life kind of romance anime. So that is the good thing about Hot Springs episodes. But I agree. I feel like the beach episodes, I know many people hate them or just, you know, aren't their favorite. But I love beach episodes. I will defend them because I feel like that's where you get to see multiple sides of the characters' personalities come out and you get to have watch them have fun and act like normal, you know, people outside of work or outside of school or whatever it is. And usually it furthers along relationships, whether that's the friendships or the romance, and I love it. Whenever there's a beach episode, I'm like, yeah, beach episode, let's go. And almost always they they don't they never fail me. Say what you want about beach episodes, but the fact is that the human brain is like made for beach episodes so much to the point that every few years people go to the beach just like oh i gotta take a vacation where i go to some body of water that has a beach and just i exist there yeah we're just programmed to want to go to the beach some people go a lot right some people are going to the beach on every weekend or every day but for the majority of humanity i think we're just programmed every once in a while to go to the beach right Humanity is programmed for beach episodes. I think that's just how it is. We got to admit it to ourselves. So the fact that it's in every anime is fine. Do you know what we're not programmed for? Culture festivals. <laughs> I guess I guess you're right. Every I guess you're year right. of my adult life, I haven't thought to myself, "Gee, I should like make a maid cafe." <laughs> yeah, you you haven't. You've never I thought should, about that. I should make a haunted house. <laughs> I mean, I've thought about that. All right, fair. But apparently, apparently you haven't, so that's okay. Who do you think is the craziest character? First one that comes to mind. Craziest? 
Who's someone that's just like psycho? Crazy. Who's someone that's crazy? I guess Guts is kind of crazy. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, he's not like unhinged though. He's just out there having to fight tons of evil all the time and doing it by by himself. Unhinged. Okay, I know. I forget his name. Are we both thinking of the dude from that killing game show? Uh, No, but that's a good one. His name's Yuichi. Okay, I got mine. I'm thinking of the gourmet guy from Tokyo Ghoul. He scares me and creeps me out a lot. And I think he's crazy. I think he like saves one of Ken's napkins or something. That's pretty weird. Oh, oh. You know who else? Okay, now I'm just thinking about Yandere's, all right? That's just who's okay. popped into my That's brain. Okay. The girl from uh, Diamond is Unbreakable. Sometimes she's pretty crazy. Uh, Sometimes she's not. The one who, yeah, the one who, like, locks Kokichi in a room and, like, makes him study. <laughs> she's pretty crazy. Like, we'll let him go to the bathroom. Yeah, she's, a pr- she's pretty crazy. I agree. But also, she does some reasonable things during the show, so, like... I feel like as crazy as she is for Kokichi, I feel like she also just wants to take care of him and stuff. And her only craziness is how much she loves him. You always defending Yandere's eyes. swear. They're crazy. It's not normal. Okay. It's not normal. Okay. (laughs) Hold up. But my point (laughs) is that if the only way that you're insane... And in every other way, you're a normal person. Is this love thing that you have? That's one thing. If you're over here insane in every way because of the love thing, that's another thing. So you you were thinking of the guy from Tomodachi Game? I was. I was. I was thinking of the guy from Tomodachi Game because I just don't know what to expect from him. Yoroichi. Every time I think I understand him, I don't. And to me, that's the true mark of a crazy person is not that they do some stuff that doesn't make any sense because of pure passion. To me, what makes someone seem more crazy is when they're just continually doing things that just get more and more unhinged and they continue to just completely blow your mind with how weird their decisions are. To me, the other way of it, the pure passion unhingedness the most crazy person would be junko easily she is pretty unhinged like her entire life is dedicated to being unhinged it's true all right if you were put into a more than a married couple situation with a random dude or woman would you try to get an a or an F. So basically, in more than a married couple, but not lovers, they are just paired with another student, another classmate, and they have to be in a marriage, basically, like in a fake marriage. And that way they can like learn to be married later on in real life. Only anime can have this kind of premise and like make it seem normal. But anyway, you so- have to act like they're your real spouse to get an A. Yeah. Otherwise, you do, do not do well. And it's your it's in your actual school. So, like, you will have consequences if you get an F. You'll fail. You do have a prior relationship from this. There's somebody that you're dating. Well, in the rules of the show, if you get an A long enough, you can switch couples. Right, right. So, I think I would definitely try to get an A. Really? And I want to do well at school. I'm... I'm an academic person, so all I have to do is, I don't know, watch movies with them, make them dinner, 
do laundry, I guess. I don't know. Stuff you, like that. You saw in that show what made the points go up. Yeah? It's not just watching movies. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hold hands or something, I guess. I don't, I know. don't know. Tell them that they're nice. Don't you think that's kind of cheating on the person you were dating? See, I don't know the rules because I don't understand why you can't just like meet up in secret with the person that you like. You probably can. It's only when you're in the room that it's evaluated, right? Right. So we we just make a pact, me and this person, to seem like the happiest married couple ever when we're in this room. And then when we leave the room, we go and do stuff with other people. So you try to outsmart it is what of I'm hearing. Of course. Yes. I want an A and I want my boyfriend. I want both. Best gotcha. of both worlds. I'm not failing. And plus, I want to switch couples if I can to be with this, this random boyfriend that I apparently have. And that's what I would do. First of all, for me, I don't know. It really depends on a lot of factors of how this person is. Like if you actually, like if they're actually how, cool or not. Both, both whoever I'm dating and if the person that I'm with is cool or not. There's some people I just can't deal with. I just have to accept that. I think in the ideal situation, I would do the same thing as you. All right. Next question. If all of the anime MCs were put into a blue lock situation, who would win? Who would die first? I don't know if it's within the rules that you're allowed to kill the other people. But when I wrote that question, I just assumed that someone would die first. I don't... (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even question that. I didn't even think about that. I was like, yeah, of course they're They're going to die. They're in blue lock. The funny thing is that they're good people. Most of the MCs are good people. There's only like a small few. There's a good argument to be made that anime main characters would protect people. I feel like Denji could win. Why Why do you believe in Denji so much? Here's the thing. Goku's an anime main character. Yeah, but he wouldn't kill people. If this is about killing people... If it's this about is like winning. A, if this is like a killing game kind it's of situation... It's not a killing game, it's Blue Lock. So, okay, but then... But does Goku even know how to play soccer? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're, Denji does either. Denji doesn't know anything. He's all literally explained the rules of soccer. They all know how to okay, play so soccer. Okay, so they all so in this situation they all equally know how to play soccer. Yes, they well, I mean, obviously some of them are going to be more strategic and understand the game okay. better. But like, yes, they all well, know the, the MC rules. Well, the MC of Blue Lock's obviously going to win then. What? <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's going to be the ultimate striker. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, no, no. If this has to do with death and stuff, Denji's crazy. I feel like he would win. Hold on. We're not we're not assuming that there's going to be a death. But you but you are because it says who would win, who would die first. Right. My question is, would there be a death? If all the main characters were in a blue lock situation, are there enough evil main characters or main characters that just kill by accident that there would be a death? Oh, Light Yagami could win. Light Yagami. He's so would, strategic. Would absolutely. He would, be, he would totally fit in blue lock. Light Yagami would kill someone, and there's and there's no other main character that could save them. Unless yeah. they know the future. Are there any anime main characters that have all-knowing abilities that would be able to stop him? I'm sure there are. <sighs> I can't think of any. I'm sure there are. I can't think of them off the top of my head, but I'm positive so there's the question someone is, out there who would. We're talking Light Yagami at full power, right? Yeah. Would Light Yagami kill first? Oh, certainly. He, he got would the do death note in like... He got the death note and was like, hey, let me kill some people right, today. Right, but at full power, he understands the full limits of the death note. 
Yeah, he'd definitely be killing people. But he can't he can't win Blue Lock with his physical abilities. And he knows that. Yeah, so he'd just kill off all the powerful ones first. But how would he last long enough? He he would I agree. He could be the first person to kill someone. Well okay, but who who would be the first person to die? Oh, that is, was my is question. Your question. Who would die first? So the question is, who would be so easy to figure out the name and face of that Light Yagami would be able to trick... Deku. No. He'd be like, hey, I'm at Zuku Midoriya. And, and he'd be like, all right, well, dead right now. Yes, when you <laughs> meet that him, down. You, when you meet him, he'd say that. But we need to find somebody who just goes around screaming their name. That's Deku. He does that. He he introduces himself every. What about Luffy? (laughs) But we don't know Luffy's last name. Does it? It matters. Does it? Yeah, Light Yagami can't kill anybody if they don't. He doesn't know their last name. I don't know. He but he does say his last name, doesn't he? Isn't it Luffy? Monkey D. Luffy. Monkey D. Luffy is his last name. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he goes around. Monkey D. Luffy. He goes around saying his full name all the time. I'm Monkey D. You know what? So does Naruto. So Light would just be like, all right, uh, hey, I'm Mizuku Midoriya, dead. Naruto, dead. Monkey D. Luffy, dead. So basically, what we're saying is that all of the main people that we would think would not win Blue Lock because they're too busy running around shouting their names. Asta from... Um, Black Clover And I'm going to make it a rule that you can't come back once you're dead. Oh, you know who might also have a good chance of winning? Ichigo. Because Ichigo doesn't talk to people. He's just kind of like emo. Well, what about Tanjiro? Or like... Tanjiro was so friendly. Are you kidding? He, he was he not winning Blue Lock. He doesn't up. He is not oh, winning Blue Lock. that's a good Lock. point. He's not evil enough. No. Ah. No, I feel Ichigo's already in the show anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about bakugo he's not an mc oh yeah so you're he right doesn't count. He, i forgot i just completely forgot because well it's called my hero right and bakugo is his hero that's true <laughs> he's the main character that would be all might then wouldn't it no my all might's his the hero. hero no it's bakugo my hero is bakugo okay anyway um who'd win I don't, that's such a, because they, they have to be good at soccer. And I feel like there's some MCs that are so powerful that if they kicked a soccer ball, it would just explode. <laughs> well, Deku doesn't know he has legs. Okay, so, so Deku, Deku is out, off the table. Out. Plus, he's polite enough that he would die to the death note. Yeah, Tanjiro is totally out. He's too polite, too. I think we could agree that Light would probably be killed by Lelouch or somebody, right? We're going to get into Lelouch versus Light right now? No, absolutely not. What's Lelouch going to do? Well, you he's just said... He's got his eye, I guess. That there's... He's got his geos. He could control people. Yeah, that's a good point. But have you seen Lelouch? He's like a skinny twig. You really think that man can kick a ball? But my point he is can't. that... No way. My point is that... Is it going to be a strategic person that's going to win or a powerful person? And they can't be so powerful that if they kick the ball, it explodes. What about Shiro Emiya? Okay, I He's can see that. He's good at archery. <laughs> <laughs> that's your arms. I don't know what that's great that for, has to do with soccer. <laughs> Who's got, like, good leg strength? I wish that I could bring in, like... What's, what's her name in My Hero? 
Oh, uh, uh, Miroko. I, I wish I could. Mirko. I wish I could bring in Mirko from Mirko. Yeah, there my you go. hero. My oh, hero. what about Mob? Mob. He's not. He's not like super strong with his legs. You're right. Okay, but can he use his powers? Yes. If he can use his powers, he can just like make the ball go in. Yeah, he could. But he's also really sweet. I don't know if he would be well, so ruthless Well, in this situation, enough. they all want to win. I don't know. I'm banking on Ichigo or Light on this one. What about... And I'm just going to throw this out there. Okay, okay. I have not seen this anime, so I have sure. no way to know for sure. But do you think that the main character of Psyche K would win? No, he's so lazy. There's no <laughs> way that man would run up and down a field. He'd be like, I'm done. I can't do this. I'm going to go eat my coffee jelly. Mob, like, I'm right? I actually don't know. That's a good question. I think he can do more stuff that we know of. Like He can do a lot of different things, but he's so lazy. He would not. I mean, maybe. Maybe if he was like, I just want to get this over with and he'd hurry up and do it. He definitely would not be giving out his name to light on accident. That's for sure. Yeah, final answer for me on who would win is definitely Light or um, Ichigo, possibly. Who would die first? Definitely Deku. He's always been, he's too nice and he's introducing himself and he's just going to get his name written down on the death note. Do you think Saitama would explode the ball? Oh, yeah. Well, no. Well, I don't know. That's a great question because he punches people. He does not kick them. So how good are his, his kicks? His kicks are very powerful, but he also has that episode where he tries to hit the fly right therefore we know provably that he's able to control his arm movements <laughs> enough to not explode the ball with his kicks i'm voting for saitama because i think saitama has the power because he's a gag character to explode all the other characters that might face him he's not going to be killed by the death note i don't think it's possible. Can Goku be killed by the Death Note? Because he's not a human. He's a Saiyan. I don't think that Saiyans can be killed by the Death Note because I think only humans can be. Do you know what Goku would do? What? Goku would try to trick the other people into fighting him. <laughs> like like Nimona from Pokemon. <laughs> Which one of you is stronger? Let's go fight. If you gave him as his number one goal to win Blue Lock, he would still want to fight people more. That's true. He would get so he, red carded all the time. His his real goal would be to fight people, and then yeah. he wouldn't win. He wouldn't play soccer. Okay, I feel like you're so going to say like Saitama. Saitama. I feel like that's a good one. So in Goku versus Saitama, I'm saying Saitama wins. For the record, in in Blue Lock, in Blue Lock. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get into that. Oh my gosh! <laughs> First power scaling, and now this. Oh my gosh! Who are power, we? Oh, hold up. Power scaling, Lelouch versus Light, and Saitama versus Goku. Yeah, we Goku. got a lot of This has versus. been the craziest episode in terms of controversy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What anime do you love but rarely talk about? Do you have one in mind? I really love Yu Yu Hakusho, and I don't think that I talk about it very much. I have talked about it a few times on this podcast when I was watching it with my friend, but I really love it. It's, to me, one of the best shonen out there, and it has some of my favorite anime characters. Like, I think Yusuke is a great MC. You know what? Yusuke would kill it in Blue Lock. Should have thought of him. And I love Kuwabara in that show. I love both of them so much. All of the main 
for cast is really great. I don't know why I just don't talk about it very much. Maybe it's because it's an older anime and I feel like not a lot of people really talk about it or have, have really seen it all the way through. So I just don't really bring it up very much, but it's definitely one I love a lot. It might be a top 20 anime for me. I'm not sure I'd have to have to think about that. For me, I'd have to say Lucky Star. Yeah, you do really like Lucky Star I, a lot. I love all of the Kyoto Animation shows, and I feel like we talk a lot and meme a lot about Kaon and about Haruhi, even though those are older. But I don't really talk about Lucky Star, and it's just because I feel like there's just not as much to meme on, only because I just feel like not that many people have seen Lucky Star. I feel like if you haven't seen Haruhi, you need to go watch Haruhi. Just it teaches you about anime history. Lucky Star, I feel like it's fun to watch after you watch Haruhi because that it, ha- it references Haruhi. Is it as influential to anime history as much as it is a response to the movement in anime history? It's different. Lucky Star is a show that's a response to what was happening in anime at the time. And it's very funny if you understand what was happening in anime at, th- at the time. So it's very good. But it's not a response to anime that's happening now. And you have to watch a lot of anime from back then to understand what it was getting at. There's still a lot of cultural things that match. There's still otaku movements happening. Anime is more mainstream than it was back then. So it kind of treats anime as more of a niche thing, whereas now it's bigger. But there's still a lot of things that you can still find relatable in Lucky Star and a lot of cute girls doing cute things that fit with Lucky Star. I just think that since not very many people have watched it, I don't normally bring it up. I think it's good enough to stand by itself. If you haven't seen Lucky Star, watch Haruhi than Lucky Star. I think it's worthwhile enough to watch both. Which anime character would you trust to watch our son? So first off, our son's a baby, so they'd have to be good with babies. We know everything about this character that we've seen in the anime, and that's it. Yep, that's it. That's all we know. Okay, so that's the that's the conditions. We gotta yes. call. We have everyone's phone numbers first of yes, all. Yes, we have them all. They all know us. We they just- all. Know <laughs> us. That's not good. <laughs> they just call them up. <laughs> So, like, after I call and check in on Yui, who am I calling to watch my son? <laughs> yeah, because it's not Yui. Not Yui from Kaon. Yui from Kaon. Final answer. Yui from Kaon? Yes. Oh, she's so sweet. She would be so good at watching our son. She's, like, literally 15 and, would, and like, already is a mom to, to Yui. The first person I honestly thought of was Lloyd. Would they... Hold on. What? So we're we're asking them, could, would they watch our son, right? Well, I mean, we're going to assume that they're going to say yes, okay? So hold on, though. Now you're assuming that they would say <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, I don't <laughs> think that's legitimate. Because now you're saying that this is somebody you would call up and ask and who you would trust to watch our son, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, Based I, on I, I don't know. I feel, like, I feel like you have to bring in would they say yes or not okay fair enough i didn't really think about that when i wrote this question i think ui <laughs> might say yes i think she's very likely to say yes she's very sweet you gotta catch her on a good night though she could have prior obligations yeah i don't know why but the first person i thought was lloyd from spy family that's fair because he could i don't think he's saying butt. yes now that that condition's on there yeah i don't think he's saying yes and you're pretty he much in danger true but he's got skills that doesn't matter and don't, i don't know if he's ever like been around a baby why would you pick somebody from an action show because he has a family 
What about Anya? Is he going to watch her too? or? Yeah, I guess. Okay, so they're going to be together. So now he's watching two kids. You're right. Why don't you pick somebody who can give their full attention? <gasps> Toru's mom from Fruits Basket. Can you really trust her? Yes, she, she raised di- Toru. She dies. It, well, but she raised Toru to be a lovely, beautiful, sweet, I kind soul. I trust Toru. I would totally trust Toru. I was thinking about mom characters, but you're right. Me too. I was also, that's weird. The first thought I had was, why not go for the full-on mom character? Yeah. Like I tried to think of who the best mom is, but then I was like, you know what? It's a babysitting thing. Nobody has their kid babysit by a mom. You don't know that. You're right. A lot, a lot of people legitimately do, but typically when you do that, it's like your mom or like <laughs> not some other person's <laughs> mom. Some random person's mom. Okay. Yeah, I feel like Toru would be a great choice. I, I, I pick Ui still. Okay. I like how we picked like two of like the most wholesome. The most wholesome. Well. We only want wholesome people watching or something. Why not? Well, I don't know. Maybe we need someone who can protect him from danger. Do you think that we put our son <laughs> in danger? We don't know what dangers might be around. We ha- we know every anime character in the world, and they're on phone. I'm You're sure right. that either that we both have we're in incredible danger every day, and we have so much protection. That You're right. You're <laughs> there's right. There's no way that they could kill us. <laughs> We apparently have every single anime character on speed dial, so yeah. it's, we're fine. We're, he's good. I would have Okabe watch him. What? Why? If if it was a danger thing, because I know that he will find a way for him to survive somehow. If, <laughs> if it's about them being in danger. Uh, Okabe would put our kid in danger. That's crazy. <laughs> no, Okabe is not trustworthy to no, watch no, no, our child. Like, He'd be like, what if, is this? If he, if he put our kid in danger... He would find a timeline where our kid survives and our kid would learn science. He's a baby. He's <laughs> not going to learn science yet. Oh, I thought we were talking about it in like a... No, I mean like literally right now. Oh, when he's a baby? Yeah, when he's a baby, like yeah, literally right now. Yeah, definitely. Definitely not. Definitely okay. like, a, like a high school girl or something. Okay. <laughs> Another blue lock themed question. I don't know why that got into our head. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe because we watched it recently. Would you rather compete in blue lock or on the team in high Q? The team in high Q, obviously. It's not obvious. What about it isn't obvious? I feel like this question at the end of the day is really just, do you agree with the philosophy of Blue Lock? Because I just don't really want to destroy other people to be better at sports. Then I guess you don't want to be Japan's number one striker bad enough. (laughs) I just don't think that's going to come up with the best striker. I think that the best striker is going to be the person who practices the hardest and wants it the most, not the person who's screwing people over the most. Wow, that's very high Q, raw, raw teamwork of you. I didn't say teamwork at all. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds a little too like optimistic. A, a striker too... doesn't need to have teamwork. But in Blue Lock, part of it is if you work really hard. And if you're able to do whatever it takes to reach the top. But here's Both the things thing. have to be true. Here's the thing. My tallness doesn't help me in soccer as much as it does volleyball. <laughs> you're right. I'm pretty tall, so. That would help you a lot in, in volleyball. Although Hinata is short and makes it work, so. 
Yeah, but it'll be a lot easier to beat those high schoolers <laughs> than it will to beat those like people who have left high school and are like going to college. No, Blue Lock is all high schoolers. I it think. is. Oh, never mind. I don't know. I don't actually know how old they all are. I guess they could be different ages, even. I think so. But I think that the main guy is in high school. They just have to be young enough that they will be the number one striker soon. Yeah, I think that they are all in high school, actually, now that I think about it. I think they're like, but who knows? Anyway, I'm short, so neither really helps me. I'm not that good at running. I don't like running, so I think I'd rather do volleyball because I don't have to run as much. And And you have Hanita, who's also short. Yeah, I could take inspiration from him. And there are other girls in that show that are great. So definitely Haikyuu. I think that's kind of a no-brainer here. I mean, for a normal person that doesn't want to become the number one striker and agree with the blue luck philosophy. <laughs> I don't know. If if I wanted to be the number one striker in Japan, I totally would do that, though. But I don't know. Soccer just was never my thing. What's an anime you want to watch but haven't yet? I'd say that one of the big animes on my two-watch list that I haven't gotten to yet is Azumanga Daio or Hitamari Sketch. When I watch Azumanga Daio, it just seems like one of those cute girls doing cute things kind of anime. Although the girls just aren't as cute as other animes, I'll say it. That's probably why wow. I haven't watched it yet. Wow. I got to watch Rude. all of the animes where the girls are cuter first, then I could watch that one. <laughs> Dang. I would consider Azumanga Daio to be in the list of the girls are less cute than Nichijo. I said it. Dang. I kind of want to watch Gintama. We've watched a couple episodes of it, but I feel like it's one of the main iconic anime I've really seen yet. I want to watch Slam Dunk. That's another one. Oh, I really want to watch How Do You May Know Ippo. There's a couple like really iconic anime I, I want to watch. If we're talking sports anime, I really want to watch the ending of Prince of Tennis. Yeah, we need to get around at Prince of Tennis sometime. All right. Next question. <laughs> what? if the characters of chainsaw man were pokemon which pokemon would they be i know you just want to talk about your pokemon that you have as power i know that's why you wrote this question (laughs) okay tell the people about your your pokemon i just realized that (laughs) i have i have a tinkaton that i named power yeah. And I think that she's like the perfect Pokemon for power. She like hits birds up in the sky for fun. <laughs> <laughs> and she has a giant hammer, and I love that for her. Yeah. And she's just a little chaos demon. <laughs> a little but, chaos gremlin. That's right. But I figured it'd be fun to go over the other ones with you because obviously power is Tinkaton. But what are the other ones? So I named one of the dogs, Denji. Because he's a little, like, mangy boy. <laughs> yeah. I forget what the what it's called, but the evolution is the mas- Mastiff one. It's Mastiff. But yeah, I named that one Denji. I feel like it looked really a lot more like like him before, before he, he evolved. evolved right. Because he's like, <laughs> he looks so angry and grumbly, and then he's got, like, this little blonde hair. Mm-hmm. So he, he reminded me of him. Aki. Aki. I think I named something Aki. Too. You did? I think I did. I'm trying to think of what. I don't remember. Aki is a Lucario. You think Aki's a Lucario? Lucario is like a little fox thing. Yeah. Okay. Or is it a dog? It's a dog, isn't it? Ah. Mm. I, don't know, I think of it as a fox. 
it has like some fox-like features. Looking. It's a dog, but it, it has some fox-like features in my mind. And he just looks so serious all the time. He does. It's true. And he has a deep voice. Ooh, you're right. Just like Aki's English dub that is hated by everyone. I love it. I don't know why people are hating on it. I've literally heard like 16-year-olds in anime sound way deeper voice than that, and nobody has complained or said anything, so. Who would be Makima? Uh, probably like Alakazam or something. If you've ever seen the, the Sabrina episode of Pokemon, you know what I'm talking about. All right, let's do one last question. Before we move on to anime we've been watching recently. If you could voice any anime character, who would you voice? I feel like this is obvious. It is? Yeah, I would love to voice Power. Oh, Denji. Yeah. Power and Denji, Yes! Because when we were reading Chainsaw Man together, we would voice all the voices. Have we talked about this on the podcast We have, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like, I would voice all the girl voices, you would voice all the male voices, and Power was definitely my favorite to voice... I know you've had a lot of fun with Denji. Yeah, although my Denji, I feel like I voiced however I wanted. I feel like in the anime version, he's super chill. But when I voiced him, he was anything but chill. So I don't know. When he goes into Chainsaw Man mode in the dub, he goes really crazy. Yeah. And I feel like the sub, he's, he can be pretty intense too. But the parts that I liked voicing were the parts that were like when he has crazy reactions. And those are really subdued, I feel like, in the anime. Besides power, who would I like to voice though? Oh, you know what? Junko. <laughs> I also voiced... Did I voice Junko? I don't know. I think you I voiced, did. You voiced the one medicine girl. I was like a couple girl. of oh gosh that hurt my voice. Yeah. Um. It's it's the voice actress for Hinata who voices this this character in Danganronpa. The Danganronpa games we would play with our friends and we did all the voices for them. And so I was trying to do the voice of Hinata and her voice is so high. I don't know. I I hope her voice actress actually just has that high of a voice because that hurts your vocal cords after a while. But I would like to voice Junko from. Danganronpa because she's so fun. I just love like that sassy voice acting, like that Gyar girl kind of, valley girl kind of tone. I think that's mm-hmm. always fun to do. Yeah, I really like the beach boy kind of tone too. That's <laughs> always fun. I don't know who would be good to voice with that though. A Bryce Pappenbrook character. Probably. Oh yeah, I'd love to voice anyone Bryce Pappenbrook voices. <laughs> so But Kirito. just do a horrible Bryce Pappenbrook impression <laughs> because it kind of sounds sometimes like Bryce Pappenbrook is just doing a Bryce Pappenbrook impression, admittedly. Oh my gosh. Okay, a little off topic here, but I was watching a TikTok of him at, I think, in New York Comic Con or whatever, the big Comic Con they just had. And he was talking about voicing Aaron in season four, and he was like, Yeah, I, I you know, I'm not going to say all the crazy things I did, but if Aaron had blood in his mouth, we needed it to sound like I had blood in my mouth. And like I unhinged my jaw when he unhinged his jaw. I'm like, you wait, you did what? <laughs> like, hold on. Like, this man did what? I don't actually think that he's a bad voice actor or that he, like, I, I don't want to criticize his voice acting or anything. I just, or, or that he's a bad person or like not fun in real life. I just, after Kirito, I feel like every other voice acting role was either voiced by Bryce Pappenbrook or somebody who's supposed to sound alike voice Pappenbrook. True. So I just, I got a little tired of his voice. No, as well. he's like really, he, he seemed really cool. Everybody had really nice things to say about him. Uh, 
the uh, New York Comic Con. No, I was just like, dang, this man's dedicated. If he's doing in the booth what he's saying, that sounds crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, so we're all done with questions. So next up, we're, we're going to talk about the anime we've been watching recently. Now, this part will contain spoilers, so if you don't want to hear those, you can check the show notes to skip right to just the parts you want to listen to. First up, I'll talk. I'm going to talk about a couple anime that I finished on my own. This is not currently airing anime. This is just anime that I finished by myself recently. So I just finished uh, watching D. Grayman with a friend, and it was a long anime, 103 episodes. We skipped the filler, so it wasn't quite as long. But, you know, solid 6 out of 10. I was kind of disappointed in how this turned out because on my anime list, it's got like an eight, I think. So which which on my anime list is pretty highly rated. There's a lot of sevens and stuff on Mal. So I was pretty disappointed that I only ended up giving it a six. You know, it had some good characters in it. I really liked this guy, Lobby. He had like this giant hammer that he would use as a weapon. That was really cool. And then this other character, Crory, he was basically a vampire kind of guy, and he wanted to suck the blood of Akuma, which the Akuma were the bad guys in this series. And I feel like it had a lot of potential. The bad guy group was interesting. They're called the Noah, and they were made by this guy called the Millennium Earl. And the whole the w- whole way that the Akuma get made, which is the Akuma are controlled by the Millennium Earl... Is that basically, like, if somebody dies and somebody wishes them back to life, they're upset, you know, their person just died, the Millennium Oral will literally appear and be like, hey, do you want your loved one back? And the person will be like, well, yeah. And then he'll bring them back as an Akuma. Kind of, it's very tragic, actually. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But it started to kind of drop off and be really weird. And the story, the plot just got super weird. And then they kept talking about how the main character... Alan Walker was like the crown clown, and I just could not take that seriously. It felt like they were trying to be bleach, but like doing it poorly. The Akuma felt like the hollows and Alan, totally different personality than Ichigo, but some of his trying to like level up and be certain things. I don't know. It just was, it just was not, it was not great. And then I also finished Moriarty the Patriot, part one. I'm starting to watch some of part two. Part one was really good. I liked it a lot. It's interesting. Certain shows will, like, make historical figures and they'll just make them all hot. And that's what they're doing in Moriarty the Patriot. Like, Moriarty in real life, real life is in fiction life. You know, like, the real Sherlock Holmes. I'm pretty sure he was just some, he was an old math professor he was not some like 20 something year old hot blonde man <laughs> like <laughs> why can't he be a 20 something year old hot blonde i mean man? he can be i just i just find it interesting i mean they do the same thing with bunko stray dogs like they take all these authors and just turn them into hot 20 something year olds so i just think it's funny but it, it was really good it, it's about Moriarty, and obviously Moriarty is the antagonist in the Sherlock Holmes stories, and so I like watching it from the point of view of the main character being someone who's like an anti-hero or like a villain. That's been really good. I, I'm assuming, I don't know this for certain because I don't know enough about Sherlock Holmes, but it seems like they might be basing the crimes and stuff off of real Sherlock Holmes crime stories, which is pretty cool if they are doing that. I think I recognize a few of the things it's been really compelling. Sherlock is in the story now pretty solidly. He's basically like the deuteragonist now. I'm really excited for season two. I want to see how it goes. Next, I finish Maggie, the Labyrinth of Magic. <laughs> 
He corrected me earlier on how to say it. That's right. Maggie, the labyrinth of magic. <laughs> Why are you saying it like that still? <laughs> I don't know. Are you just mocking me? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't know. Magi? Magi, magic, Maggie. I don't know. It just sounds weird to me. Anyway. What? No, I it's it's Magi. I know. I know. I know. Well, you said Maggie. I was just screwing with you. Are you serious? Yes. Oh my god, shut up. You're so rude. Why would you do that to me? You believed me? I did. Because they say Maggie in the in the anime. They call somebody a Maggie, I think. It's actually called Maggie? I don't know. No, I'm confused. Yo, this is just like in Fate Stay Night, the original, where everybody's called a m- Magus. A Magus. A Magus. A Magus. We... <laughs> Like they're just called mages or something in in the normal yeah. Fate Stay series, but they that are. one they're called Magus. <laughs> Amogus. Okay, what is it then? Magi. I think it's Magi, but Magi I, I, mean, I could be wrong. Could That's be what I said earlier, and then you corrected me, and I believed you. I trusted you, and you were gonna make me pronounce something all weird. But like people pronounce that root word like a thousand ways. Okay. Anyway. I finished the first part, the Labyrinth of Magic part. I liked it. There were things about it I didn't like. I felt like the humor was kind of silly. Aladdin, who is one of the main characters, he's like, I don't know, 10, maybe. He's little. He would like grab at women's chests and it made me uncomfortable. They just play that off for laughs. So the, the, the humor could be really immature. And I understand that it's a shonen anime, but that doesn't mean that the humor has to be stupid. That's the same problem I had with Seven Deadly Sins. And I didn't like that one. But I I like this one a lot better than Seven Deadly Sins. I thought that the characters had really good dynamics. There are times where it made me emotional because they were Uh like, yeah, Aladdin would tell Alibaba. He's he's like, I believe in you. I love you. And I'm like, oh, this is so wholesome. I, I don't think I really hear characters really tell each other that they love each other in a friend way or like a brotherly way very often. No. In anime. And so I I don't know. That just was like, oh, that's so sweet. But Kasim, <sighs> there is this character named Kasim. He was like worse than Sasuke almost in some ways. <laughs> he was driving me insane. I was like, kid, chill. He was Alibaba's old friend when they were growing up. And then he was a part of this gang and he was mad because the people were being prejudice against the poor people and so he wanted alibaba to help him fix it and then he just betrayed alibaba like five million times and alibaba kept being like oh kasim but we're friends and kasim would be like yeah we are but i'm gonna stab you in the back it made me so bad it drove me insane i was like i can't do this again i can't do this again i did this with sasuke i can't do this another time but at least sasuke had i felt like decent reasons to go off and be a crazy person like he was so, this we finished a while ago, but, but we haven't talked about it, and no. I wanted to talk about it. The number one anime <laughs> of 2021. Girlfriend, Girlfriend. That's right. <laughs> Best anime of all time, Girlfriend, Girlfriend. Oh my gosh, I love this anime. It was so fun to watch. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I think I gave it an 8 out of 10. It was, it was really good. It was great. I loved all just the girls. You, just when you think that it's going to stop 
continuing to get more crazy and ridiculous. It just keeps getting crazy ridiculous. And somehow the girls just keep winning you over and you're like, this shouldn't be happening. I shouldn't be continually to be won over. And then Saki says some crazy thing. I know, Saki's crazy, but I love her. Mm -hmm. I love all three. They're all great. In a lot of harem anime, it's very obvious who they're going to pick. There's the one girl who's a tsundere, the one girl who's his childhood friend who he's never going to pick. And then there's, you know, that girl that comes halfway through the show to, like, just throw in some spice and flavor who he's never going to pick. But this, this one... He has the two main girls, and he picks both of them. He picks both of them, and they both get love, and that's pretty cool. Here's why the show is genius, all right? Okay. First of all, a normal romance harem anime has three characters, okay? The best friend since childhood that is super nice. Right. The tsundere he gets within the end. Right. And the one that, like, is trying to break into the relationship. Yeah, I just said that. But this show, the childhood friend is the tsundere. The nice one's actually crazy. And the one who's trying to break into a relationship is way over the top at trying to break into the relationship. And I feel like she's kind of the most normal out of the two of them. And yet Or out she, of the three of them, I guess. She does the craziest stuff out of the three of them. She does, but also she's the only one that's like, listen, if we were together, I would not want to be in a relationship with these other two girls too. <laughs> I don't want to be... Okay. This anime is perfect because it actually invented Gaslight Gatekeep Girl Boss before <laughs> that happened. <laughs> Saki gaslights him. <laughs> Saki is so mean to him. Saki literally gaslights him. The yellow-haired one, I forget her name. She's my favorite, and I forget her name. I don't know why. The blonde one gatekeeps the other two, tries to keep him to herself. The other two are fine sharing. No, she's a gatekeep. And then Nagisa thinks she can win just by girl bossing too hard. <laughs> if she just girl bosses too close to the sun, then she'll win. <laughs> Saki is my favorite, but I have to admit, she's pretty toxic. She literally told Naoya, she's like... Listen, Naya, nobody else will like you. You suck. She doesn't like you at all. In fact, I think she's just in heat. That's what <laughs> happens to girls sometimes. They're just like cats. They get in heat. And you just don't know because nobody talks about it. She literally, and he believed her. He and she, he's like, listen, I can't help you, but I can, I can help you find some way to relieve <laughs> this whole thing you're going through. Like, <laughs> the blonde you, girl's just like what Saki. What did about? you tell him? <laughs> what that just that's so silly! Oh my gosh, he's just so gullible. I don't know how he got this far in high school. He's dumb. He's he didn't so really dumb. do that well. He's so dumb. That's, that's also what I like about the show. Every other harem anime have all the girls fawning over them because they're perfect. This harem anime, it's just because he's genuine. He's so they genuine like that he's and passionate. Like, it, they like literally it's not even that he's nice he's just consistent he's so i love him I <laughs> he'll love consistently him. try to like do things because he likes people yeah well and he like sees the special qualities in, in each person and he really values them and tries to make sure that he's being the quality boyfriend for both of them as much as humanly possible and being equal as much as possible and it's just really adorable i and feel endearing. like he'd be a good explanation for what women would find 
attractive in men other than just power, money, good looks. <laughs> and intelligence. Because he has intelligence. none of that. I mean, he's not ugly. He's definitely not ugly. Like, that's that's not nice. Anybody no, could do what he does, I feel like. You can't just magically get good looks or intelligence. Okay, so on to some of the things that are currently airing that we've been watching. So we've been watching My Hero Season 6. We watched episodes 7 through 10. I feel like it, it's still continuing, continuing to be somewhat good. I've heard from people who've read the manga that they like it better. At the same time, I've not read the manga, so I don't care about that. And from what I can tell, I've just been waiting for my hero to have some kind of drama that I'm excited about. And I've been enjoying it. Same. I've also really been enjoying it. I am sad, though. My boy Bakugo just got stabbed a bunch by Shigaraki. Yeah, we have no idea what's happening to him, so I'm worried about that. I'm worried about him. He just fell down from the sky. Todoroki grabbed him. Who knows? We might know some things. Like we, might, <laughs> we may have read some of the mangas. But we're not going to say anything about that. We won't say what happens. But but we're worried about him. We are worried what, about what him. What happened? He got he got hit. He got, well, who, I don't know. We'll see what happens to him. They left us on a cliffhanger about that. Like it happened in the episode before this most recent one that we saw, and then they never touch on it again. I mean, they show that Todoroki catches him, but then they don't really go over it. They focus more on Toga and Uraraka, and they end that with a serious cliffhanger because Toga's having a fight with Uraraka. And so we'll see how that goes. I mean, I'm guessing Uraraka's going to kick her butt. It's kind of shocking how Toga can strike fear into the heart of a almost pro hero at this point like she's an incredibly powerful one of the most powerful heroes in my mind at least if she used her power properly and toga's literally just a girl she she doesn't have any like special power yeah. i mean now she does she now does. we know she does. She can take people's But that's not or... what she's been using. She's just been using her abilities to jump people. <laughs> basically. <laughs> True. Do, do not do not walk through the neighborhood if Toga is there. You will <laughs> get mugged. Apparently. You will keep all of your cash luckily, but not your you're life. wondering where your type O went. So, there have been complaints about the animation quality really? compared to the manga. I thought the animation quality was pretty good. I think so, too. I feel like, sure. The I animation quality in the manga, really low. I don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> okay, I've seen the manga panels that they're talking about and comparing it to the anime. And I just feel like, I'm going to be honest, I feel like something gets lost a little bit. And this is not just my hero, just in general. It gets lost a little bit when it's translated from a drawing to an animation because... Sometimes it's not as finely detailed because that's just not how animation anime looks. Like a lot of times it just looks sm smoother. That's just how it is. So you don't always get all those details. I think also they're in the blue sky with the clouds. And so it kind of makes it look a little bit like happier. And I think that might throw people off a little bit, but that's just where they are. I mean, are they supposed to just not animate a background? They could have been in a red sky or a purple one. But that's just not how where they are like apparently it's just a clear day so yeah but it could have been contrived so it was at sunset you know i guess but i see what people are talking about but i just don't really agree i think studio bones is doing just fine i think they're doing a good job people are mad because they feel like they're spent all their time and money on mob psycho 100 which that's not true 
not true. Literally one of the episodes we just watched, they barely animated it all. You know, other people have said, they're like, whoa, that an- that episode was so well animated. So I don't know if it's just us or what, but... The the one where they talked to aliens? Yeah, the one where they talked to aliens. People were like, wow, that was awesome. I mean, the ending, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, we'll talk about that one. Yeah, it does have a few moments where all of a sudden the anime budget goes crazy. We'll talk about that one yeah. later, though. I don't know. I, I've been enjoying this season. I think it's been good. I love the war arc. I feel like everybody's been getting their own time to shine. And Shigaraki's finally awake now, and he's been fighting, and all of the fight scenes with him have been amazing. And can we talk about that Aizawa moment where he cuts off his own leg? That was actually amazing. That was incredible. Shigaraki shoots a deleter bullet at him to delete his work, and he's like, not today. And then he cuts off his leg where it got shot into. And he only loses looking at him for a moment, just a moment, because he... Cut off his leg! I mean, that was incredible. That whole moment was amazing. That was one of the few times in a shonen where I was legit fooled. I 100% at the end of the episode right previous to that, yeah. I was like, well, of course they've got to get rid of Eraserhead and steal his power away. Like, not steal. I got to use my word carefully. Take his power away. Erase it. It's just too OP and Shigaraki's way more interesting if Eraserhead's not there. Right? So, of course, they'll delete him. Nope. <laughs> it was just a momentary thing. They just completely caught me off guard with that yeah i was not expecting him to just whip out a knife and be like well this is going now you see it go into him in yes. the episode right before that and i guess i don't really fully know how they work so i thought oh well he's just done but no uh, his leg completely quirkless <laughs> <laughs> he said bye the rest of him quirkful <laughs> but yeah that was insane I think it's been good so far. I've been really enjoying it. So much so that we're not waiting for the dub. Usually we do. And I'm still enjoying it. Yeah, I am too. I mean, I, I guess that might be why I call it, he's called Eraser Head because throughout the series, he slowly chops off body parts until, <laughs> until only, only his head. eyes are left. <laughs> he's only a head. He's only like a floating head like Dio was in part one of JoJo. <laughs> like, I mean, that's all he's really useful for anyway. <laughs> his eyes. Oh no, or, or people... Naruto situation. No, no I can already hear you say it. <laughs> Donzo's gonna come take his eyes. This is the end of Naruto all over again. Or I guess Hunter Hunter Karapika situation. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I've liked it. I thought the fights have been good, and I thought there have been some really good character moments, and I'm excited to see where Deku goes, because he's going full anger mode on Shigaraki, so I'm here for it. I'm excited to see more about Deku because even though it's stupid and shown in blah, 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 I've been enjoying learning more about One for All and all that. So I want to learn more about it. It's been fun. We also watched Uzuki-chan Wants to Hang Out. Yeah. Episodes four through nine. Also known as Uzuki-chan's family is really fun to watch. <laughs> yeah. This has slowly started being just more about her dad's life this and is, like her family's this life. This is the only show I've ever seen where they've just decided to change genres mid-show and it's <laughs> almost, it, it might even be better. Than the original genre, other than maybe, maybe what's the name of the show? I guess Chainsaw Man kind of does that in the episode we just watched, and then um, Call of the Night does. Yeah, Call of the Night changes genre, 
That was the other one I was going to mention. Yeah, it's been fun seeing more of her family. They're all really cute and adorable. I was getting kind of tired of the will they, won't they, Sakurai and Uzuki moments. Me too. So this is refreshing. I was going to say too, typically when they change genre, it goes from something less intense to something more intense, right? Drama, crazy stuff happens. Literally, this just changed drama to do more exposition. (laughs) And it's been great. (laughs) That's so true. Yeah, it's just basically been explaining more about her family. I cannot wait though for Sakurai to meet her dad as Uzuki's boyfriend. Yes. Or, well, as her senpai, senpai. not her boyfriend, because they're not dating. Yeah, the revelation that Uzuki's senpai was a boy was one of my favorite parts of the show <laughs> so far. His dad was like, her dad was Everyone's like what? like, what? And then the boy, the, the brother is devastated because he <laughs> thought that he ate college girl food. And he was like, oh, it's so delicious. I was like slurping it down. <laughs> In that part where he like doesn't want to go to the, the water park or hot springs or whatever because he saw Sakura. <laughs> There's Sakurai, Sakurai uh, without clothes. Yeah, without clothes. And he was like, uh, I'm not about to go to any other place where I see people <laughs> men change. Boy was scarred. He was scarred for life. It was a rough time. <laughs> There's been a lot of just funny slice of life moments. I do want them to get back to the romance at some point, you know? I like don't want the whole rest of the show to be just the Uzuki family. I mean it's fun kind of feel like this is one of those things that doesn't need to be lasting a whole lot longer like either get together or don't i honestly preferred uzuki chan season one more i feel like that's the core of the show they can't keep doing the same thing forever they gotta set something else up well that's what i mean like i kind of feel like they just need to end the show or something at this point no (laughs) what like just have them get together and move on that doesn't end the show well, okay, Absolutely have, have not. them get together and then, like, show us them together. Yes, it does. Like, that... we need something. This will they, won't they thing needs to end, I guess. Not the show itself. Next thing that we watched, Mob Psycho 100, season three, episodes three through nine. It's been really good. It's been, like, emotional this season. Yeah, the broccoli arc was pretty good. The broccoli tree. <laughs> the giant broccoli with dimple. Yeah, the dimple arc, the psycho helmet arc. Yeah, that was sad. Dimple's not around anymore. It was very sad. And he sacrificed himself for Mob and like actually became a good friend or a good person. That's right. You know, I said when we were watching that, he was like, who let you pick out this weird monkey shirt, Mob? Mob, that's not cool. And everybody else in his life never was honest with him. That's right. Except Dimple. And I said that. I was like, you know, at least he can count on Dimple to always be honest. Uh-huh. And then later on, that's what Mob told him. He's like, Dimple, I can always trust you that you're going to tell me the truth. And it was really wholesome. It was nice seeing the smug Mob arc pay off in the end. <laughs> that I'm popular arc. <laughs> he was so cute. He's like, I think I'm popular. <laughs> I love him. But yeah, I feel like... Okay, the My Hero people do have a reasonable argument to make in terms of the animation quality in the Psycho Helmet arc. The animation quality is pretty good there. Yeah, Mob Psycho 100 always looks great. And to be honest, I feel like My Hero has always looked the way it looks. Yeah, it does. It's like, I don't see... But anyway, I don't see it looking that different. But anyway. Uh, They just have more eyes on it, so... But 
We were talking about the animation quality of the episode where they try to find aliens and they walk up the mountain. The walking up the mountain animation was pretty bad, in my opinion. And then, yeah, that wasn't the best. And then as soon as the aliens come, the animation quality just kicks it up and is good again. It's very weird. Yeah, I thought that the animation quality on most of the other ones was good, but that episode, for some reason, was weird. That whole episode was just weird. It ends, and they took that one guy from the group, and they kept... The aliens kept him for years, and then he finally yeah, returns. we'll just forget that that happened. <laughs> like, low-key traumatized by that. It was weird. The implications of this are right? not good. <laughs> but anyway... So last episode, it ends and Mob gets hit by a car on his way to... Yeah, what's up with uh, that? Confess to Sabomi. I don't know. It was really sad. Also, it was weird seeing the entire school try to confess to Sabomi. I don't all commonly think of like Mob 100. Psycho as a gag anime, but I'm beginning to think maybe it's a gag anime. I mean, it's the that's same not person realistic. who created, you know, One Punch Man, so... That's not realistic. Is it not? Subomi's pretty cute. <laughs> okay, but like a hundred guys or however many. Yeah, that was pretty ridiculous. But it was so cute when Reagan tried to give him advice on how to ask out a girl. And he was like looking at his phone, like the secrets to asking out a girl or whatever. And, and he was he like, like reading his it phone off. And gives him actually good advice. Yeah. And then he leaves and the other guy who works there is like, oh, why'd you say that? And he was like, well... Mop is a pure soul, and he is truthful and honest, and so that's what he needs to do. That's the route he needs to take is to be himself, and I was like, Reagan, that's so beautiful. I love Reagan. Me too. He's so sweet. But from the previews that we saw, next episode is going to be crazy. Yeah, no kidding. So we'll see how all that goes, I guess. So I watched by myself episode one of To Your Eternity season two, and I don't have a ton to say about this just because I watched only episode one, but basically Fushi is just by himself on this island because apparently he's tried to separate himself from the rest of humanity so that no one else gets like, hurt by him and his powers or whatever. And then this girl, little girl comes and tries to convince him to come back with her to this town for some reason because her her grandma was one of the women one of the people that traveled with him at a time i don't exactly remember what she did to betray him but i i know that there was some betrayal of some sort so he's dealing with that so that was pretty much the whole of episode one which was so weird to see him kind of as this angry dude because he's been on this island now for a while I guess that was weird to see because usually Fushi's a pretty happy-go-lucky sort of dude. He's not usually a very angry or upset kind of guy. So I do wonder what this season's going to look like with him, his personality being dif a lot different than what we saw in season one. So I don't really know where it'll go, but it has a lot of potential. I think the animation looks really good again this season, like the same as last season. So, mm -hmm. so we'll see. We'll see where he goes off island with this with this random girl. I've seen some screenshots of some things that she's said that seem a little questionable to him, but you know, who knows. So we've been watching Bochi the Rock. We watched episodes three through six this recent time. And our girl's been growing. She's been she's been doing some stuff. We're I wanna really make proud friends with that red haired girl. The red haired with the, girl with the braids, the drunk. <laughs> the drunk I wanna lady. be friends with her. <laughs> yes 
That was so funny in this she's most recent episode. She's so chaotic. She is chaotic. She's like, let's just play music on the street, girl. And, and Bowdry's like, um, I, I guess. That was crazy. I loved it. It was a good episode. I could, I could fix her. Could you? Yeah. She needs to learn to stop drinking out of those juice boxes. I had never seen... Saki in a juice box. In a juice box. That was the weirdest thing. I'm like, is that like an actual thing? I'm guessing it has to be or else they wouldn't have... You know how things are smaller it. in other countries? Yeah. You know how we have box wine? I guess we do. It's just bigger here. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're right. I guess you're right. We are in the US, so like we supersize everything, I guess. That's so interesting. I guess you're right. That whole episode was really good. It was nice to see Bochi out of her shell come out like being forced into it against I her cried. will. It was beautiful. It was really For like beautiful. A split second. Bochi makes me want to cry because I'm just so proud of her. Every time she takes these big steps, it's like watching a little flower blossom into its potential. It, it really does feel like though the extrovert adopts introvert and helps them trope every time. She never makes these decisions herself. It's always some random person stopping her in the street and being like, hey, why don't you do this extroverted thing? And then she tries it with one eye open and she doesn't get hurt. You her. know what, though? She could have not tried it at all. She could have ran away and hid. But I love but that. But did she? No. What sage advice? This is some classic Jiraiya or Meimei Oshino from Monogatari. Anybody who wears those kind of shoes that that red-haired girl had. Um, those sandals? Those sandals. What sage advice? The people on the street, the audience, they're not your enemies. She saw right through Bochi and saw that she had social anxiety and said such amazing wisdom. I, I really like that. That touched I did me too. on a anxiety level. <laughs> you, you felt that. Mm -hmm. Right in the social anxiety. <laughs> Well, from what I've heard, the next couple episodes that we, we're not up to uh, update on them are really good. I'm excited yeah, no to kidding. see them. Well, I mean, this last episode was really good. So. I know, but I hear it gets like even better. No way. I don't believe yeah. it. Yeah. Not for a second. I love how all of her friends didn't believe her either when she said she sold all the tickets. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, they're like, let's be nicer to her. Would you believe her? I mean, I don't think she's someone no. who lies. No, you wouldn't believe her. I don't know. Probably not. I'd be like, okay, girl, that's that's okay. <laughs> we know you did. Join us in this reality. Yeah, it's okay. I want them to put on a concert. I'm excited to see that. I've heard that they might. Ooh. So we'll see. I also watched by myself Golden Kamui season four episodes three through six. You know, Golden Kamui is just a wacky show. <laughs> and it's it's they're getting real silly <laughs> they're getting real silly they, they are. may have they may have been too much of a silly goose they, on this last episode <laughs> they were extra silly goose these last couple episodes like sherpa becomes a director and it's like a bunch of just it's just a bunch of dick jokes mm -hmm. like in this episode it's just so silly but then they talk about her mom. She's never seen her mom before. And one of the guys in the episode was a filmmaker. And he was filming the Ainu tribe that she's a part of. And so he'd been doing this for a long time. And so he had film of Sherpa's mom. And so he showed it to her. And I actually learned that way back when this takes place, film was made from something that was combustible. And so oftentimes it would catch on fire. 
and it catches on fire and she can't see her mom anymore. But we learn about that. So it's like this really goofy episode where Sherpa's the director and is yelling at people and they have to be doing these weird things. And then it talks about her mom, which was pretty heartwarming. The other episodes, they've been focusing more on Sugimoto and Sherpa in their group lately. So I've been happy about that. That's been good to see. So, but yeah, it's just, it's just so silly. It's just so silly, man. I, I don't even, I don't even know what to say. It's Truly just been silly. It really has been. And I think that's what's so great about Golden Kamui is it manages to just have the weirdest humor, like some of the weirdest humor I've ever seen in anime and then just be like super serious and, and stuff. So I'm kind of hoping that it becomes a little bit more serious. I feel like we're teetering on silly a little bit too much this season. I, I wish there was more direction again. Like I, I just feel like we're a little bit directionless and, you know, we're like six episodes in and it just kind of feels like we're not really getting where I would hope to be going. So I'm, I'm hoping that we start moving in a direction. So we'll see. I also watched Bleach Thousand Year Blood War episodes two through eight. And oh my God, that's been amazing. It's been incredible. I won't say too much because you haven't watched it, but the, the fights, the fights have been amazing. The Quincy's are scary people. And you watch is a scary villain. And he's been amazing. I'm just sitting there like, Eisen who? Like, I don't need him anymore. This this guy's <laughs> new in town and I want him and that's it. I don't care. Although Eisen did show up for a little while. Ooh. He's like up in his prison right now. Yuash is trying to get him to join his side, which ain't going to happen. I have a theory that they're going to end up having to let Eisen out. Oh, my So he word. can help them save the Soul Society because lots of people being dead right now. Their bankai's got stolen, so they're in dire straits right now. Ichigo just appeared and is going to help, but we'll see. Last episode was kind of slow. I mean, a lot of the action literally just happened. There were some character deaths, pretty mm-hmm. big, pretty big things going on there. So it made sense that we had a more slow episode, but man... Oh my gosh, the fight with Yamamoto was like one of the best fights I've ever seen in all of anime. I was just sitting there like slack jawed, like, my God, this is incredible. This Mm -hmm. is the best thing I've seen. I love it. You also had a theory that the anime studio was trying to show off or something. Yeah, so Studio Period does it. And Studio Period is like not not, known for the best animation in the world. Like, known for pretty good animation, but like not on that level. No, like, I mean, it's not. I've never heard anyone say Studio Period sucks, really. But all of their all of their properties, especially Naruto, is like really solid. Yeah. I mean, there are some still shots of Naruto. If you, you know, pause Naruto, you're like, what is this? But most of Naruto looks really good, but it doesn't look this good. I was very impressed by the fights and they did do some 3d animation which didn't look amazing but it looked pretty cool i don't know they were a bunch of skull people coming out of the ground i was Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. wow i love this and he was talking about how you have to step on the dead skeletons of your old comrades to get to fight me and i'm like oh my god this is hardcore so I'm like waving my arms around a lot in excitement. <laughs> I know you can't <laughs> yeah, see, is. but I'm like very excited. I don't know. Bleach gets me gets me pumped up. This is this has been fantastic. Agree. Oh, well, I can't agree. But the, what I saw, <laughs> I, I agree. showed it to you. I was like, "Listen, you have to watch this clip yeah, yeah. of this From fight." From what I saw, I agree. <laughs> it's like it looks amazing. You got to see it. 
there have been lots of twists and turns, too. I'm like, what? No way. So it's basically everything I want. We also watched Spy Family episodes four through ten, and we've mm-hmm. uh, met Nightfall. Yeah, I've I like Nightfall. I feel like you don't like Nightfall. I I'm mean, a simp though, so. I mean, listen. I feel like she's just saying what we're all thinking about Lloyd. Like he's hot, <laughs> and we'd love to be your instead of you know we, who wouldn't want to take yours place. I like how her catchphrase is just to angrily say that she loves him. I know she's like ski 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 ski. It's not even dice ski. She's like ski 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 ski. Can't wait to hear that dubbed. <laughs> I love you. I love you. I love I'm you, definitely going to check that out dubbed. Yeah, we'll have to. But I don't know. I think she's just been a, she's all right. She's just obsessed with him. Here's the thing. I have always felt like Yor didn't get enough screen time. I feel like her character's not as developed as I would like her to be. And then now we're putting in another woman now who's just going to steal her time. we have a woman that's going to have enough screen time and is more perfect for <laughs> Lloyd. No, I'm just kidding. The tennis episode's been good. I'm just a simp for Yandere's. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, you are. The tennis episode's been good. I've liked that so far. I honestly feel like when I think about this season, besides the very beginning, it kind of feels like not a lot has been happening. I agree. It feels like they're setting up from some stuff. Yeah, I, I hope which so. Which is weird because the first episode was so solid. Yeah, the first arc was really, really good. Jumped right into the action. And then these last half has been kind of slow. I mean, Anya's been doing some stuff, but that's about I think it'll it. pick up. I think so, too. I do like the addition of Nightfall. And I, I liked how she was contemplating killing Yor and Yor's contemplating killing her. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's a fight I would like to see. That's I, pretty funny, actually. I have my money on Yor, though, to be honest. Because she yeah, almost kicked Lloyd's butt. That was a funny moment when Yor's like, maybe I should kill her. And then Anya's like, oh, don't worry. I'm sure Papa's fine. And then she's like, wait, you knew that you knew what I was thinking? And then she's like, the tennis tournament is fine. He'll he'll do good. <laughs> <I'd-> <laughs> no, that was funny. <laughs> Anya being found out. I know, she she was like, oh crap, my mom's gonna know. So we also watched more than a married couple, but not lovers. This one, I was not expecting to watch. You were just like, listen, I found this anime, let's just watch it. Turned it on, and I've been enjoying it so it's, much. This one isn't even one that I found and was like, we have to watch this. Literally, I turned it on and was like, look, we're not finding anything else to watch. I'm just going to put on this show and we'll have it on the background while we find a different show. And you were like, you know what? Screw it. Let's watch this. It's good. (laughs) I know. I loved it. Like I said earlier, all the time, I'm like, is there there a new episode? Um, Because I want to watch it. I I always manage to find something every season that's not top tier, but then turns out to be a gem. Every season, there's always one. Their romance is really cute. And I think the premise of the show, which we talked about earlier, which is them living together, practicing being married for a grade. I mean, it's kind of silly when you think about it, but it's fun seeing the situations that they get into, like trying really hard to love each other and care about each other. I love it. It's very wholesome. I really like the insight into the Gyaru's mind that we get. Because in every other Gyaru show that I've watched, I feel like we don't get that microscopic seeing the thoughts like we do with this show. I feel like we get a little bit of it here and there. Maybe they go around the corner and feel embarrassed like a standard 
tsundere. That's what happens with every single one. But with this one, every five seconds, we're getting what she's thinking about. And half the time she's thinking about how it's the first time for her too through all this. So she's literally this entire time just bluffing with her sexuality the whole time. And I just feel like it's an interesting insight into the Gyaru mentality. Yeah. I feel like it's somewhat realistic too. I agree. And I I think that they've had a lot of sweet moments and moments where they've had to like be there for each other. It made me so sad when she made food for the guy that she liked and realized that he he liked it more sweet. She thought that he was this manly tough guy that likes not sweet food. Like salty food or whatever. And so she goes to bring it to him and his assigned wife was like, no, he likes he likes sweet stuff. And she was devastated <laughs> that was so sad mm-hmm. and then the main guy ate gave, with her yeah, yeah and i don't know i just feel like I, I like to see how they're supporting each other and caring about each other i feel like they're really trying it's 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 not always sweet. the guy you want it's the guy that cares yeah and i think that it's nice to see people trying to put forth effort to really be there for each other and support each other learn to love each other because i i i think that you can learn to love people and i think that we're seeing that and it's nice and it's kind of a silly you know romance kind of anime but i think there's a lot of good lessons still to be learned from it and it makes it heartwarming to watch So we also watched Blue Lock episodes one through seven. This was another one I wasn't sure I was going to watch or not, but I've been. I don't really know how I feel about it. I feel like it's pretty hype, but then at the same time, I'm like, okay, is this really any different than any other sports anime? People kind of like made it sound like it was going to be really hardcore. Other than just the way that their faces look when they're doing stuff, it doesn't really seem that different. Yeah, they made it sound like it was a killing game anime but with sports and it's not they're just battling stuff like any other sports team they're literally in teams right now battling other teams do you know how what else works like that tournaments (laughs) yeah exactly you knock out the other teams and then they can't become the number one yeah but it's just less i guess it's more like screwing each other over right like there's more opportunities for that that's the only main difference yeah which in this most recent episode, one of the guys on their team did start screwing them over so that he could still Yeah, they had to on. win 12v10. It's kind of crazy. It was crazy. Next, they're going to be fighting this other team that's like super strong and hasn't lost any of their games. So that'll be really hard for them. But a, but a part of me is like, okay, but like, what are the stakes? We know that they're going to have to win because if they don't win, then they're going to be kicked out of blue lock. The stakes are that if they don't win, then they don't get to eat steak. (laughs) (laughs) No, they get kicked out of Blue Lock, right? But wouldn't it be really interesting if our boy, if they absolutely massacre the entire enemy team, view our boy, the main character, as the weakest, grab him, they own goal themselves with his foot, and make it so that he stays behind the person they view as the weakest on their team. Or the Strongs, I don't care. But point being that, like, they own them. They absolutely destroy the main team that we have. And all of the people we've been rooting for this whole season get wiped out. They're not allowed to compete anymore. And they just fade off into the background and only the main character is left. Just throwing that out there. Wouldn't that be hardcore? That's what I would want. That would be crazy, I guess. I would want. I'd love that. 
I feel like I need our main character to start screwing more people over or else it's just going to continue to feel like one of those we can do it as a team anime, you know? Well, how are we supposed to believe that they can really win when one of their people betrays them? Uh, well, because that one guy's finally going fast. <laughs> Obviously. Okay. The episode had such cool imagery of his knee being chained up, like his leg being chained up and keeping him down and then like breaking from his chains and running. That was cool. Agreed. I wish more anime had imagery like that. But it felt like a very sports anime thing to do where we're like, you can do it. You can push past your limits. I love that stuff. I'm not complaining. It's uh-huh. just that if this is going to be different, it's not really yeah, being but different. Hold on. But it's not just his limits. It's a legitimate problem that he had in the past with a backstory and stuff. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, that was pretty good. It all had good reasoning and stuff, in my opinion. But I don't know. It, I agree. It is somewhat derivative. I don't know. I would like it if they lost and eliminated some of the people on their team. I know they're not going to do it because that's every other sports anime is just like that. But I just I I hope that in the next round they lose and they eliminate some of the people on their team or something because I just feel like we need to get there eventually. Yeah, I guess maybe, we'll maybe see. not this early on. The concept, if you think too hard about it, is kind of ridiculous. It's really stupid. But I also kind of like it. I kind of like that there's like, listen, we want you to be the ultimate striker in all of Japan so that we can win. And we're just going to lock you up here and you're going to have to like claw your way to the top. Uh huh. I kind of love it. I think it's been really good. Maybe not as good as what people are making it sound, but I've enjoyed it. Well, last but not least, we watched... Chainsaw Man, episodes two through eight. Things have gone wild. They have gone wild. Man, this most recent episode with Aki and Himeno and Katana Man was crazy. It's really sad that Himeno's dead. I think the fights have continued to be amazing. They really have been. Some people are still criticizing the the animation, but I'm just like, y'all are crazy. Like the bat devil fight, super cool. Yep. That was Leash incredible. devil fight was great. Yes, yes. Denji has been wild. The eternity devil was really good. That was so cool. And can we just say, last time we were like criticizing the ED at the end because there was no visuals. Well, Okay. The EDs have been the best EDs ever. They've been ever. amazing. They've been so, so this show, good. This show sincerely has the best EDs ever. If you make a top 10 EDs of all time, there would be multiple Chainsaw Man EDs in there. Agreed. If you make a top 10 shows with the best EDs, Chainsaw Man's number one. I'm sorry. It has the best EDs because it's amount of eds is one per episode and the consistency of quality is so extremely high it's extremely high so yeah like it's better than a lot of other animes openings even it's better than a lot of animes show (laughs) that's true like the animation (laughs) quality there it's like incredible i've seen some anime movies that aren't as good as some of the eds (laughs) you're right you're right i'm i'm joking anime movies are better than the chainsaw man (laughs) eds other than like they typically are better quality but yeah this season has been really good i think that they're adapting it great like i feel like i couldn't ask for anything better agreed poor kobeni she's just been getting the brunt of it from the anime community 
I mean, I'm not a Kobeni fan. If you're but... in the Chainsaw universe and you don't know it's an anime, then you probably look at Kobeni and you go, poor Kobeni. Life is just destroying her right now. She just wants to go to college. It was between this and prostitution. She chose this. <laughs> Power just laughs Power's at her laughing face. at her. Like, poor Kobeni. If you're outside of the Chainsaw universe, people are, like, making lewd jokes about you. People are saying that you are better in the manga. <laughs> well, Kobeni cannot catch a yeah, break. I mean, Kobeni's kind of annoying to me, but I don't feel like she deserves all this hate. She was crazy. She went a little wild. She just whipped out that knife and was, like, ready to stab. Like, the moment. She heard, like, there was no contemplation. The mm-hmm. moment she heard that the devil was like, hey, if you give us Denji, we'll let you guys go. She's like, on it. Got this it's knife. It's reasonable. Don't know it's where reasonable. she got it from, but she was ready She did go it. crazy, though, to be fair. She, she did, did 100% go crazy <laughs> out of fear. She did. She went but, insane. But I will say, I feel like Kobini simps in the, for the manga versus the anime, the simps immediately dropped as soon as the anime happened. Because as soon as you can hear Kobeni, all of a sudden, Kobeni's way less interesting. Just like how if Chainsaw Man was in real life, if you could smell power, you would not simp for power. (laughs) Same for Denji. I mean, Aki's getting her to bathe. And Denji took a bath. Why are you, like, harassing him? (laughs) All right. He's bathed in the recent past. All right, fam. <laughs> okay, I just love Power. She's my favorite. She might smell gross and laugh at my pain, but I still love her. She smells gross. She's mean. She comes up with plans to destroy humanity with 100% <laughs> sales stacks. I think that's hilarious. It's not she's like, like, I'm just going to kill everyone. She's a mix everyone. of Cartman and a character from The Big Lebowski, and both of those people are jerks. Cartman is literally the biggest bully jerk of all time. Yeah, that's what the uh, author said that he based her off of. And Power legitimately is also one of the biggest jerks of all time. So I don't don't get why people like her so much. Because she's hilarious. But also, I feel familial feelings toward her. I just don't simp. Yeah. I don't simp for Power. Sorry. Yeah, I don't either. She's just just my girl. My girl Makima is superior. Okay. I... I'm sad because we're getting towards the end of Chainsaw Man. Only four more episodes left in the season. But I think that they're going to be fantastic. Agreed. Especially since we're finally at the part where the genre shift happens. And suddenly it's no longer going to be a shonen. It's going to be a crazy... (laughs) Stuff is going to happen that you have not seen in other anime. Yeah, it's gonna be wild. Like, we're not gonna spoil it, but you're gonna see some stuff that is very original. And I cannot wait to see it. Me too. I just know it's gonna be good. Alright, well, that does it for this episode of Talk No Jutsu. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks for listening.